into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business. Two Rivers Ford, where they have the non-commissioned sales staff. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at Two Rivers Ford. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you bet the Titans plus five and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs, where they were inexplicably home dogs, you made a ton of money today. And you probably did it using the promo code A to Z Sports in your DraftKings Sportsbook app. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of the victorious Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and A to Z Sports Primetime as well. And of course, if you need to get in your comfort zone, there is nobody who will do it better for you than our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So let's go through things uh, and let's get into this game because it was honestly... I had a lot of time to process what I was watching because it was almost, at least from a media standpoint, I'm sure if you're a Titans fan, you'd love to see uh, your team kick the Chiefs' ass because that's what happened for four quarters today. And outside of some garbage time yardage that Mahomes and the Chiefs put up, which was I mean, basically the entire second half was garbage time. Um, This was still an incredibly good, well-rounded, outing by Tennessee and it was it was almost boring to us in the press box because we're like wow is this what it feels like to cover a team that just comes out and dominates for four quarters because that's kind of what they did and they did it in not unconventional ways they didn't do it in fluky ways they didn't do it with trick plays they didn't do it with anomalies they did it just straight up handling business at home in front of a crowd that was very, very excited to see them string back-to-back wins, massive wins, against two big-time AFC opponents at home at Nissan Stadium. So I was kind of going through this, and I was like, well, you know, there's not a lot to dislike about this performance, so what should we focus on instead? And what I came up with, with, let's just go through every part of the game and let's talk about what we liked most about the offense and the defense. So why don't we start with the offense? Your two rivers forward take. What most impressed you about the Titans' offense against the Chiefs today? Give me your response on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together. The offense specifically, the offense that saw Derrick Henry throw the first passing touchdown, that saw involvement from uh, any number of passing targets, A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds, Julio Jones, Michael Pruitt, Derrick Henry, Darrington Evans, Jeremy McNichols, Anthony Furcher, Jeff Swain, Marcus Johnson all trying to get in on the passing game. This was a well-rounded offensive performance from start to finish, but what did you like the most? What did you think allowed them to have as much success as they did, racking up a 27-point lead in the first half? Give me your answer on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, uh, your Two Rivers Ford take, and while you do that, I'll tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has so many great things for you when you go out and visit them in Mount Juliet. And what makes them so great, what makes them such a pleasant experience for you as the customer is they do business with honesty and integrity. It's the way they've done it for nearly 40 years in the industry. It's why they're one of Tennessee's most respected brand names and respected family-owned businesses. Two Rivers Ford has been doing this since 1983, and they'll do it into the next 40 years 
as well. So no matter whether you're dealing with supply chain distributions that make things harder to come by, you're not going to get the price raised at Two Rivers Ford. Whether you go and are looking for a, a new car or a pre-owned car and something you're not necessarily certain you want to do, maybe you have some ideas, they're not going to force you or not going to pressure you into buying a vehicle that doesn't make sense for you. They're going to make it their stated goal to find you the best vehicle for your needs and for your budget and at a rate that you can afford. Two Rivers Ford is the best car buying experience around. Go visit them in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what'd you like most about the offense today? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Chad Hagens wants to know why I'm still at the stadium. I'm going to cop to that really quick because I forgot a piece of equipment. Um, and I was not going to be able, I mean, I could have done the show from the stadium tonight and, uh, and it, but it just wouldn't have sounded good because the attachment, long story short, I didn't have the, the proper mic set up at the stadium with me. I don't know why I took it out of my bag. I never take it out of my bag. I did today. So I figured just come home, do the show, make sure it sounds good instead of me doing it into a laptop microphone in a way that doesn't, you know, isn't aesthetically pleasing. Um, Buck, you called it by the way, says Otis Bibbs. I mean, like I this I don't do predictions, right? But Luke Worsham asked me what was my gut feeling today, and I just looked at this and I said, you know, this was an extremely bad matchup for Kansas City. Not just because their defense is bad; the defense is bad on its face. Um, but for the for the Titans' offense against this particular defense. Teams that have been to take been able to take advantage of the Kansas City Chiefs so far before the Titans did it today, the Browns, the Bills, the Baltimore Ravens. These are teams that have a ton in common with Tennessee, the way that they like to run their offense in particular, and why it presents such bad matchups for a defense that's missing a lot of parts and has looked out of sorts all season long. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to say, yeah, I called it because – it could have gone any number of ways, right? I had no idea that they were going to just kick their ass by 24 points. I had no idea that they would be the first defense in the in in, uh, in the NFL to hold Patrick Mahomes without a touchdown in a game. There's not been another defense to do that, which is insane. Or hold the Chiefs without a touchdown in a game that Patrick Mahomes started. Nobody has done that since he entered the league, and the Titans did it today. So, you know, called it. Whatever. I just looked at what the numbers were telling me. I looked at what the matchups, I looked at the film all week long, and I said, yeah, this just doesn't make a lot of sense for the Chiefs to be able to have easy success. I thought it, that I thought that it was going to be a much closer game, and I thought that Matt, uh, Mahomes was still going to find ways to make plays against the Titans secondary that was missing a ton of parts, and it turns out that wasn't the case at all. But let's focus on the offense right now. Uh, best defense I've seen in effing years, says Larry Ford. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the defense later on in the show. Uh, that suit today, though, Buck, says Anthony. Yeah, I did look good today. I will I will take credit for that. That I will take credit for. Not for calling the results of the game, um, but I will take credit for how good I look because I did look fantastic today. It's game day for everybody, baby. Let the man live. Um, uh, Chad, uh, let's see. I gave the KC fans all they could handle, says Cedric. I saw Cedric at the game today. It was good to see him. Uh, absolutely. He's, uh, he's good buddies with Ron Slay, my, uh, my colleague over at 104.5 The Zone. It was good to catch up with Cedric while I was uh, heading down to see some people in the lower bowl at halftime. Big props to the OC and DC. Great scheme and play calling. Uh, and Brennan Conklin wants to know what happened to Julio later in the game. Well, they just they just pulled him, right? Like they're, They've done this with AJ. They've done it now twice with Julio. Uh, they'll probably do it throughout the course of the season at this point. 
And it's going to be something that, you know, you should come to expect. Julio Jones is going to be managed throughout the course of the season. And this is a part of it. He did not, I know he did play a little bit in the second half, but really not hardly at all. And again, uh, I don't think he played a snap in the fourth quarter. Um, but that was a, uh, they, they did have success with Julio when he was out on the field. And if they can st- stagger his workload that way, I think that's great. Uh, balance for Scar is what he liked from the offensive performance today. Chad Hagen says the backups are stepping up. Perhaps J-Rob knows what he's doing. Well, I think John's better than average than his colleagues at what he does for a living. It just doesn't necessarily uh, always look that way. AJ, AJ made them pay for selling out to stop Derrick Henry, says Josh. Yes, the play action passing was alive and well. They found great success with that through the year. Ryan Tannehill looked so, so good. Uh, separation by the receivers for Randy Thomas. I mean, listen, there's a great many things to like out of this offensive performance. And it did remind you, even if they didn't score 30 points, it did remind you that they're full of they're fully capable of dominating in the air. Uh, fully, uh, fully capable of dominating in the air when they need to, just as you saw in the fourth quarter against the Buffalo Bills, just as you saw against the uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs throughout the course of today. It just they need they, they need their players out on the field to be able to make these kind of plays. But the thing that popped out the most to me was absolutely uh, was absolutely Ryan Tannehill and his connection with AJ Brown. AJ Brown had a great day. He had uh, what has been his best game of the season so far. He had eight receptions on nine targets. A touchdown, their second touchdown of the game, 133 total yards, and he had a, a just a massive 46-yard catch that they tried to overturn or was called initially an incompletion. Then it was overturned and ruled a catch because he did complete the process of the catch. For me, it was Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown performing at a high level together, among many things. I thought the offensive ex- execution by both the play caller, I thought the game plan was good. And I thought the execution by the players was better. All of it worked in concert today for the Titans to be able to get up 27 to nothing on the Chiefs in the first half and then just kind of coast in the second. Was it just a matter of you and AJ just connecting on these past couple weeks as opposed to in the past? I mean, we've connected uh, a lot of times over the past few years, you know. Performances the last two weeks have been better than at all this season. Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're improving, right? We're uh, we're growing as an offense, so we just want to stay the course and, and keep getting better. You mentioned growth, but was there anything specific that, that clicked in this game that hadn't clicked before? You think? Yeah, I think we, we made plays. We were able to sustain drives. Your guys are making plays outside. We had some one-on-one coverage, tight coverage, and you know AJ made a couple of huge plays uh, down the field. The touchdown was a great catch. You know, I just basically gave him a chance. It's all one-on-one. And said, hey, I'm going to trust my guy. Let him go get it. You know, so. Um, it was good to see you know, those plays down the field being made, and hopefully we can build on that. Season, how big of it for the passing game to really lead the way in the first half today? Um, for me personally, I was just trying to make a play uh, each and every time the ball came to me. Uh, you know, we, we, we try to just keep going and, and, and work guys down at the end of the game. Um, we got into an early league, so you know, unfortunately, Derek can't break a long run like we would normally see. But uh, he definitely has, has carried a team. Um, he's going to continue to do that. Game plan execution is what popped off today uh, for me. And there was a lot of great things to take away. And I know that lumps a lot of stuff into, into it together. But it takes a lot of things to make that a complete performance. And today was a complete performance by the offense. A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Buck Rising 
here with you asking you what you liked the most about the Titans' offensive performance before we talk about the defense. Offensive of the three things that allowed the Titans to dominate the Chiefs, first and foremost, was game plan execution on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, while hey, give me give me some more things that jumped off the page to you, and while you do that, I'll tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA is DraftKings Sportsbook, and the NBA is back in our lives. So not only can you bet on the NFL, college football, the uh, the MLB, or I guess now the World Series if you're a Braves or an Astros fan, and if you're an Astros fan, there's probably much worse things going on in your life. Whether you are watching any kind of sport, you can bet on it using the promo code A to Z Sports and the DraftKings Sportsbook app, just like you can use same-game parlays, which allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2Z Sports. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code A2Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, let us go through these things um, as we talked about. We've only allowed one sack since Luan got himself hurt being stupid. Well, Levi, I mean, what do you mean being stupid? Like, I know that it kind of looked like he dived at the pile, but like, you can't, you can't, you can't get pissed at Taylor Luan for getting a concussion. Like, that's such an, that's such a, a word that I should not use. Don't be a jerk, basically, Levi, is what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're pissed to Taylor Lewan because he got a concussion. Kendall Lamb went down today and got an ankle. You know what? And with an ankle injury, and they had to finish the game with some dude who just ended up on the roster, I think, on Saturday. So it's not it's not Taylor Lewan. It's not. It's really. I saw something today that made all the difference in the world to me. And it had nothing to do with the offensive line. Now, I admittedly, I'm not an offensive line expert, but you want to hear why Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill was sacked once today, was not sacked on Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. You want to hear something batshit crazy? Ryan Tannehill, and this is per next-gen stats, his average time to throw was just 2.17 seconds. 2.17 seconds. So the ball's coming out and he's throwing it. 2.17 seconds. It's not just the lowest total of the week heading into Sunday night football. That's the lowest time to throw of any quarterback this season so far. You know what? Ryan Tannehill heard all of your criticisms about holding on to the ball too long. And he said, you know what? I'm tired of getting hit. Let me get rid of the ball as soon as it hits me in the hands. That's what Ryan Tannehill's doing. So, Levi, don't be an idiot and don't blame or uh, attribute what's happening with the sack situation just to the offensive line. And don't try to be a jerk by piling on a dude who got a concussion because that is such a rotten thing to do. Look at look at actually what's happening. Look at the numbers. Educate yourself. And then understand that the quarterback took matters into his own hands today. And all of a lot of that was play calling as well. He had easy access throws. He saw the routes develop. He hit them as they came open. He got rid of the ball in less than 2.2 seconds. Like a full .03 seconds short of 2.2 seconds, this dude was dealing today, and he was doing it at a rapid rate. He was doing it Tom Brady-esque, where the ball comes out, you get rid of it, and your offensive line looks much, much better 
as a result. It's just a dumb thing to do uh, when you're doing the analysis that way. Like, <laughs> I hate when people try to singular, singularly out or single it out in a way that uh, in a way that uh, puts the blame on one player. It's never about one player in the NFL. You ha- you have to leave. I have to assume that you've been watching football long enough to to not be that narrow minded in your analysis. He dove into the pile after the play was over, completely unnecessary. Yeah, who gives a damn? You're talking about something. You're arguing over something that literally doesn't exist because I just gave you the numbers on Ryan Tannehill and why he's getting rid of the ball so fast. If you don't like Taylor Lewan, I don't know what to tell you, but don't let it color your analysis about what's actually happening with your football team because you just end up looking like an idiot when you say something like that in a public forum where literally everybody can see it and pick it apart. Um, What else did you like? about the offense today. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, Billy Jones says uh, Derrick Henry um, had 29 carries. How many could he want as far as what he was doing? Uh, Nate Johns, or Nate John rather, says he thinks he just wanted his 100 yards talking about Derrick Henry. Um, And listen, for uh, for Derrick, I, I heard that he wasn't in a great mood. After the game, um, and not because he didn't have enough rushing yards, or not because he didn't have a rushing touchdown. I mean, for God's sakes, he threw the first, he threw the first touchdown of the game. He threw the first touchdown of the game. It was an incredible, uh, incredibly creative passing play. And honestly, he probably threw the most difficult completion to Michael Pruitt because he had two dudes. And I haven't gone back and looked at the film just yet. I haven't had time to go back and rewatch the game. But he had, uh, he had two. He had two dudes wide open to his left, and he looked for Michael Pruitt kind of leaking out to the right in the back of the end zone and hit him there. It was a bit of a jump pass, kind of Corey Davis-esque, like Baltimore in the play uh, the playoffs, the King Cat, as they call it. So I heard he wasn't necessarily thrilled with his own individual performance after the game, and I thought he handled himself like a pro because Derek has sometimes come to the podium and been, you know, not – not difficult, but just not not interested in being there, right? He's just going through the motions. And instead today, even if he wasn't feeling the best or even if he didn't think that he did, he personally did the best, he got up to the podium and was like, yeah, you know, walked us through what was happening, talked about how the offense performed as a whole, talked about how it's so important for them to be able to use a multitude of players and not just have him be the focal point. And I thought that was a really, really – it's just you're, you're seeing. It's just watching the growth of somebody who you've covered since he came into the league, or at least who I've covered since he came into the league. Kind of go through the go through that maturation process, and not like there. I'm not saying that Derrick Henry's immature. I'm just saying that in a different time, Derrick Henry would have gotten to the podium and and gone through and just gone through the press conference as quick as humanly possible because he wants to get out of here. And I appreciate that he didn't do that today because you guys want to hear from him too. Um, but for Derrick, you know, the offense. I thought. I thought that. This is what his lowest yards per carry average on the season, three yards per carry at 29 attempts. He had 86 yards. So yeah, he's probably pissed that he wasn't terribly efficient, but on the whole uh, that he ended up being the bulk of their workload. He didn't do a ton on the ground, but they didn't need to do a ton on the ground. Now they still had 29 attempts with him, which if you're not going to do a ton on the ground, then you can give Darrington Evans some snaps. You can give, uh, you can give Jeremy McNichols some carries because McNichols, in fact, McNichols didn't have a single carry. Darrington Evans had two for seven, so he averaged just a half yard more per carry than Derrick Henry on his two carries. But um, it's not like a, Nathan Shiver says it's not like Henry was making reads. I don't. I mean, listen, he could have. He just wanted he wanted what was in front of him, and I appreciate that. He did. He could have gone through his reads because he had two more open. 
He had time. It was a really, really well-executed game plan, and that's probably the thing that I end up taking away the most about the success of the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. Uh, let us talk about the uh, let us talk about the defense. Then, what most stood out about the defense here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios? Uh, let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, right after I tell you about our friends at the fine folks at Brimac, or rather the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you. What you can get at GaryAshton.com is the best real estate intel in Nashville as you search for your new home or if you're trying to sell your home for more. The Gary Ashton team will make sure that you get in the best position to maximize your real estate investment, either as a buyer or as a seller. It's why they're the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So let us go through the uh, let us go through the situation um, for the Tennessee Titans on defense. What most popped off to you on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, props to Tennessee from KC, says Time Traveler. Well, that's very kind of you. I'm sure the Titans fans in here appreciate that. Uh, Chiefs out, uh, sold out sold out to uh, on the run. They really thought Ryan couldn't beat them. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of teams have tried that. Hell, the Ravens tried that in the playoffs, and it worked in their favor. So it's not like it hasn't happened before. But, yeah, I think that, I think that today was a good example. And also, the Chiefs' defense is so bad. Guys, like, it can be that the Titans kicked their ass, but also that the Titans – uh, that the Chiefs defense is, I mean, outright, outright rotten, like really, really bad at this point. It is something for uh, for Tennessee that it's good that they were able to take advantage of it because the Kansas City Chiefs played such a poor, poor, poor game. Um, for for Tennessee, for Tennessee, um, they had to be able to take advantage of that. Otherwise, they were never they were never going to be able to compete or be thought of as legitimate contenders, at least from my standpoint, because you can't look at the worst defense in terms of yards per play allowed, and you can't look at one of the bottom five scoring defenses in the NFL and say, yeah, the Titans, who really don't struggle to score points outside of just today, because they didn't score in the second half. They just kind of went about their business. They bided their time. They bled the clock, and it was done. Um, but they they had to be able to capitalize on this today because the chiefs are, are, are rotten, like really, really bad at defense. And it's good to see the Titans capitalize on that because they could have faltered to a degree. It's not like there would be, there would be no precedent for them stumbling. Uh, there, there, uh, there would be no precedent for them. It's not like there would be no precedent for them stumbling against a poor unit. Like for example, the jets offense in week, what was that? Three or four. Um, MB says, yeah, but we're supposed to be rotten on defense too. No, that's not true. MB. No, I, you're not supposed to be rotten on defense. In fact, your entire off season was spent trying to make sure that you weren't rotten on defense. That was the whole design. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter today that Patrick Mahomes couldn't get any kind of pass protection and that he was throwing at Greg Maben and that he was trying to get balls off uh, at different targets, and that he just didn't have the time because he was getting knocked around by the Titans' defense. They had four sacks today. It's a season high. So you're not supposed to be rotten on defense. You're supposed to be a hell of a lot better on defense because you paid all that money 
to Bud Dupree. You invested in your pass rush with Danico Autry as well. Harold Landry's coming on. Jeff Simmons coming on. So, no, you're incorrect, MB. They're not supposed to be rotten on defense. And so, in, 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 in fact, quite the opposite. They're supposed to be drastically improved. And what I saw today was a defense that outright ran, <laughs> won them the game with the way that they performed. Um, Titans capitalized on that, says Time Traveler. Uh, Billy Sullivan says Autry, Danico Autry was such a disruptive force. And he's been that throughout the course, uh, throughout the course of his time here in Tennessee. In fact, that's one of the biggest losses to the Colts that you could give them, not on a football field, just taking Danico Autry away from tennis or from Indianapolis in free agency. Did, uh, did them, did the Colts a world of hurt, as you can see, based on the struggles of their season this year and did the Titans exponentially better in this regard. So when you look at this, uh, when you look at this and go through the numbers and say, yeah, there's a great many things to be happy about on defense. And I'll tell you what my thing was here in just a second. Uh, MB responds, listen to all the major media outlets about our defense before the day. They said we were horrible against Buffalo and we were lucky to win that game. MB, why are you one of these people that cares what, okay, let me, let me start from here. I'm not mad at you. I'm just legitimately, I want an answer as to why you care about the opinion of people who you know don't watch your football team. Like, what? what is this obsession with the national media? Why do you guys lust after this kind of attention in ways that make no sense? I, and, and it's not, I'm not just speaking for me. I'm speaking for, you know, Paul Kaharski. I'm speaking for Teron Davenport, Joe Rexrode, John Glennon, David Beauclair, Emily Proud, Teresa Walker. So many local media people who you know watch your team every day, go to practice every day, know everybody on the roster, and more importantly, know how to pronounce their names, know who the coaches are, know who the assistants are, know who the assistant special teams coach is because he had to call plays or had to, uh, not the assistant special teams coach, but know who Mike Vrabel's assistant is because he had to literally call or make in-game decisions during a preseason game well, the head coach got COVID. And you're telling me that listen to all the major media outlets about our defense before today? Why would I do that? Because I know your defense better than any of the major media outlets. Why would I waste my time doing that? Why are you wasting your time doing that? What kind of what kind of logic is that to watch people and to care about people's opinions who you know? Who you know? Don't watch your games. What why is this a thing? Why why do you insist on doing this to yourself? It's just, it's just, at least to me, it seems dumb. Do I sound like an insane person here? Like, am I the only person who thinks this way? And I get, I mean, listen, I get you want to turn on SportsCenter because everyone, you know, ESPN is the worldwide leader in sport. You want to turn on the NFL Network. You want to turn on SportsCenter. You want to turn on Good Morning Football and watch, uh, watch and look and hope to see your favorite team being discussed. Fine. You can do that. But also, like, it's probably not going to happen because they don't play in New York and they don't play in Los Angeles. And they don't have Patrick Mahomes. And on and on and on it goes. So what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? That's that's on you, honestly, MB. That's on you for dumbing yourself down in that regard. I don't know why you would want to do that to yourself. It just makes zero sense that that would be your, your approach and your rationalization. Uh, your approach and your rationalization for uh, for going through uh, for going through and discussing it that way. But anyway, let's uh, let's keep things moving on ADC Sports Primetime. What most excites you about the defense? For me, it was the pass rush because the pass rush kicked ass. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said earlier, you know, I felt like we played uh, 
defense today, like just together. You know what I'm saying? I felt like the back end was covering awesome. And I just felt like we were rushing relentless. And that was one of the keys to the game for us on defense was to rush relentless. Um, and everybody just did their part, and it worked out. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, the, the biggest like thing for us this week was to like validate, I guess, like like who we are. Um, like you said, we had a big win against the Bills, and we wanted to come out here and prove like that just wasn't no one-time thing. Uh, that we're 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 like a we're. We're, we're a great, we're, I don't even know what to say. It was just a great team win. <laughs>
about the defense today. Uh, let's wrap things up and get you back to Sunday night football in time for halftime with this is a free site, the best thing that I saw on social media this week. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go with this. Which SC, Let's pivot to college really quick because there was some not very interesting college football games, but we're serving interesting content to result from college football this weekend. Which SEC football coach gives the best quotes? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Which SEC football coach? So that could be Nick Saban. Could be less. No, not less. Miles. It could be Ed O for however many games he's got left. It could be Lane Kiffin. Which SEC football coach gives the best quotes? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, and we'll wrap things up together. Indianapolis just took a 13-12 to 12 lead. If you're watching Sunday Night Football right now, the Colts, uh, Colts, Colts and the Niners, man, have really, really struggled to start this season. Colts are 2-4. and four, Niners are 2-3. and three. Not, a good, uh, not a good matchup for Sunday Night Football, but a pretty interesting one, given that the Titans – We'll play the Colts next week, and they still have a good enough defense to cause you problems. So I wouldn't bury, I wouldn't bury the Colts until after you go out there and you know if you're successful, beat them in their house at Lucas Oil on Sunday. Let me know on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Who's the best quote in the SEC among college football coaches? Give me your answer on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at the uh, at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. The best in the business is Brymac Mechanical. Commercial HVAC, they got you. Residential HVAC, they got you. Brymac.com is the place that you go for everything that you need and for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Chris Hamby, who owns Brymac Mechanical, along with Miss Sherry, family-owned business based out of Clarksville, three locations in Tennessee and Kentucky. Chris was texting me throughout the course of that game today and was blown away at halftime about the uh, success that the Titans were having. I don't know if he was at the game or not or if he was just watching. I should have, should have. that was an important follow-up that I should have asked. But regardless, Brymac Mechanical, big Titans fans and big fans of putting you in your comfort zone as the weather begins to change. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. So, which uh, which SEC football coach is the best quote? Uh, let's see. They uh, could be Ed O, says Jackie Holbert, if you could understand what the hell he's saying. But yeah, that almost that's almost half the appeal, right? Is you're not really sure what Ed O is saying. But that makes it a lot of fun. Uh, Brent Beard says, Saban, I could give a shit about all, the excuse, all that. Excuse my French. Yeah, I didn't see that, but that sounds like a Nick Saban quote. Billy Jones says Kiffin, but I can't stand him. I don't know how people don't like Lane Kiffin. I love Lane Kiffin. I Lane Kiffin forever. Honest to God, I love that he's that big of a troll. He is. Uh, he is something. He is something to behold, honestly and truly. But I don't think anybody beats Mike Leach right now, especially not when asked about candy corn. Candy corn after just rolling over Vanderbilt in Nashville this weekend. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Candy corn. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Um, (laughs) uh, When I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, Gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, The the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, 
is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the... Uh, you know, they have those Nerds Clusters, which is new. With the gummy. Yeah, which is good. The Nerds Clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. That's Mike Leach with as irrelevant a, uh, as irrelevant a result as could humanly, as could be possible um for for uh for mississippi state just rolling over vanderbilt here in vandy it was a tough scene mike leach who is just the best in the business honest to god i don't know i don't know if he's all there i hopefully i honestly hope that he's not because that makes it so much more enjoyable i believe him to be one of the most intelligent people on a football sideline but i also believe him to be a bit of a mad scientist and that's also coupled by the fact that he looks the way that he looks mike leach is tremendous and i would say uh, I would say to you, I would say to you that for Mike Leach, he's probably the best quote in the SEC right now, whether he means to be or not. That's going to do it for us tonight on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time. We'll talk more about the Titans. We'll probably get into the Vols in Alabama coming off this weekend as well. Radio show tomorrow, 10 to 1. We welcome your participation on 104.5 The Zone. We'll be hanging out. We'll be reacting to this game and breaking it down in a lot further detail. Enjoy the rest of your evening, what little remains of it. I'll talk to you tomorrow night or tomorrow on the radio on A to Z Sports.